Welcome to Zion Hill, where we make our world a better place. Members Cedric and Cherie Bayon, owners of Janet King Franchise, will host a third job fair at Zion Hill in the executive lobby Monday, November 15th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They will conduct on-site interviews, so don't forget to bring your valid ID and your social security card. A special shout out goes to the Louisiana College basketball team, who will be our honored guest at the 10 a.m. worship service this morning. Let's celebrate them and give them a huge Zion Hill welcome. Zion Hill Church family, mark your calendars. Come out and support our very own ministers on Sunday, November 20th at 6 p.m. for their licensing and ordination service. Zion Hill family, the wait is over. We are excited to welcome back our youth choir. We have a single focus for our youth, and that is to teach them the word and train them to war. Rehearsals have resumed and are being held Saturdays at 10 a.m. We encourage parents and youth to get back into the mix. It's time to go to work. Are you grieving the loss of a loved one or a special friend? Dealing with the loss this time of year can be very difficult. The Zion Hill Bereavement Ministry will conduct a grief share seminar, and it's called Surviving the Holidays. This event will take place Saturday, December 4th at 10 a.m. You are not alone, so come out and let's support each other. It's a Tuesday night at the movies event right here on the hill featuring the hit movie, The War with Grandpa. That's right, it's free admission, so be sure to invite all of your family and your friends, and we'll see you this Tuesday, November 23rd at 6 p.m. Did you see that? At this time, we would like to acknowledge all those celebrating wedding anniversaries and birthdays for the month of November. Happy anniversary and happy birthday to you all. If you want to become a member of the Zion Hill Church family, meet Pastor Dara and his lovely wife at the altar after the benediction. Or you can go to our church website and join by clicking the eChurch tab. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to partner with us in spreading the gospel all over this world, be sure that you give as you exit the sanctuary. For all of our online viewers, you may scan the QR code on the screen, text to give to 73256. That's 73256 and enter ZHFAMILY followed by the money or the dollar sign or go to the giving tab on the church website. If this is your first time worshiping with us, we welcome you with the love of Jesus. We truly appreciate you taking the time to worship with us on today. Please be sure you sign in at our greeter station at the end of the service located in our lobby. And as a special thank you, we have a special gift just for you. Thank you for tuning in and worshiping with us on today. Until next time, we'll see you at the top. Good morning, Zion Hill. My name is Minister Clarence Smith, and I will be praying. We just heard the welcoming 
So, Lord God, we come before you at this time, Lord God, giving you all glory, all honor, and all praises, Lord God. Thanking you for seeing fit to allow us to wake up this morning, Father God. To you be the glory, honor, and praise. We thank you for your word saved, Father God. You give us brand new mercy, Father God. And we thank you with that brand new mercy come benefits, Father God. Healing and deliverance and salvation, Father God. We come praying for every family that's represented here this morning, Father God. That you will bless them with the blessing that you see they stand in need of, Lord God. And that you will continually crown the angel of this house, Father God, head with wisdom and knowledge, Father God, and blessing his family, Father God. Oh, Lord God, we love you so much, Father God. We come hungering and thirsting after the things of God. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's stand on our feet and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Just want to bless you this morning, Father. We thank you for being here with us and living within us. Oh, hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise that shall continually be in my mouth. No matter what I see or how I feel. As long as I'm breathing, oh yes, I'm breathing, I'll bless the Lord. As long as I'm breathing, oh yes, I'm breathing, I'll bless the Lord. Can y'all help us lift up that praise to the Lord this morning? Everybody sing it with us, say, I will bless the Lord. bless the Lord at all times. And it's praise and continually be in my mouth. No matter what I see, no how I see. Yeah. As long as I'm breathing, oh yes I'm breathing, I'll bless the Lord. As long as I'm breathing, oh, I'm gonna say, oh magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. Let's lay down. Let's do it together. Can somebody else say, can you bless the Lord with me? Tell somebody, can you bless the Lord with me? Everybody say, I will bless the Lord. And His praises shall continue to be in my mouth. No matter what I see or how I
Amen. Amen. Spirit come down. Tear down walls. Okay, it's time for the offering. We'd like the ushers to come forward. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have if you've been blessed by the ministry, this is our online givers. If you've been blessed by the ministry, we encourage you to give. We know that giving is receiving. Again, this is for our online viewers. May, you may scan QR code on the screen. Text to give to 73256 and enter Zion Hill Family Dollar or go to the giving tab on the church website. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, we pray, Father God, for the tithes and the offering, for the seed time and sowing, Father God, that it will be used to do what you will have it to do, Father God, to bring forth the spreading of the gospel, Father God, and the vision of the, the, the church, the pastor, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray and ask. Amen.
praise the Lord. Open your mouth, say something. And if you're going to say something, say hallelujah. That is the highest praise. Thank God for all of our pastors in the house. Amen. We're going to put them to work with the ordination ceremony coming up. They don't even know anything about that. Bless their heart. But thank God they are always ready. Please open your Bible to the book of Romans chapter 12. Thank you, choir, for your ministry. I noticed one thing about the choir, by the way. Did you notice the joy in their faces? That's, that's very commendable. It's not always the singing. It's the spirit behind it. And when you see people that enjoy what they do like that, it's easy to tap into that anointing. It's like joining the Me Too. You say, yeah, Me Too. I got something to say. The book is Romans chapter 12, verse number 2. If you find it, please say amen. amen. The Bible says, and be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove that which is good. And that which is acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we say good morning. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Thank you for your faithfulness in our lives. Teach us, O oh God, to be just like you, to be faithful. Thank you that you are in the business of doing good things. Today we come to taste and see the Lord is good. So we pray for your goodness upon every household represented here this morning. Whatever is missing, we pray, oh God, that you will make it right. Lord, we pray for your touch touch upon our physical body, touch upon our emotions, our soul, spirit, and body this morning. Speak to our spirit man. Help our understanding. Lord, when this day will be over, enable us to look back one more time to say thank you. Have your way in this house. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
Let me remind you during our 10 o'clock worship experience today, we have two different groups coming to worship with us. One of our local sororities and one of our university basketball team. I want to talk with you for a few minutes this morning on the subject title, It's Time for You and Me to Renew Our Mind. It's time for you and me to do what? Renew our mind. So today, I will be talking about our mind. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to know that your mind is a product of your thinking. Am I right about it? Every action you take, every action that I take, is also a product of our mindset. Everything that you see anyone do in this life, the truth be told, that person first processes it in their mind. So it is very important, therefore, to continue to renew your mind. All your action is a product of what's going on in the mind. Everything you do, first you have to process it in the mind. So therefore, you have to constantly renew your mind. In fact, our text today say, don't conform to this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. Permit me to mention to you, if you're going to renew your mind, you have two choices. How many choices? The first choice, you can either allow God to gain access to your mind. The second choice, of course, is for you to allow the world to gain access to your mind. As you're sitting in front of me today and, and hundreds and thousands of you live streaming and watching on TV, listening on radio, somebody had access to your mind. It's either God or the devil. The text says, don't conform to the world. In other words, don't allow the world to get in your mind. I can close my book and go home already. The reason why we are experiencing shortage, lack, defeat, the word of God already told us our problem is that we have allowed the world to gain access to our mind. Let me ex explain what I'm trying to, 
share with you. You know, I, I happen to drive Cadillac. I like Cadillac for whatever reason. And Cadillac are made by General Motors. Am I right about it? So ladies and gentlemen, if you want your engine to run well, you need to make sure you stick around the General Motors because they know about what they made. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that many people decided that yes, they're going to drive Cadillac, but they don't need the General Motors. They want to get their information or their advice or their repairs. They want to get it done from other sources. So they would rather get information from the media. They would rather go to the Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> oh, I preach myself happy already. What I'm trying to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, is God is the creator of your soul. God knows what you need to win in life. God knows exactly what you and I are going to need to make it and be a success story. Not just somebody passing through, but a success story. But the problem, ladies and gentlemen, instead of us depending on God, instead of us looking to God to find out what we should be thinking, how to be productive, how to run our life, many times we run away from God. Many times we choose not to Think like Christ. The Bible says, when it comes to your mind, let this mind be in you, which is also in who? But oh no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to think like the Bible. We don't want to think like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Instead, we open up our mind and give access to the devil. We go to the world and ask the world, tell us how to think. Tell us how to live. We don't go to God. It's like the Israelites say, Lord, we love you, but we want our own king. Ladies and gentlemen, we rely on things like our job, our education, the stars of this world, the values of this world. So when the world turns, <laughs> we just turn with the world as a pastor. That's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. But please remember that the world did not create you. So if you don't like 
What is going on in your world today? <laughs> I've been there. Sometimes I, sl I smile at my own self. Many of my own trauma is, is my own life story. I cannot take you where I've never been. One day I looked me in the mirror and I didn't like what I saw. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. So I realized what I needed to do is to change my stinking thinking. To renew my mind. Brother Pastor, I was in a situation that I knew in my Christian life I need more. Ain't nothing wrong with being Baptist. But I just knew I didn't have all the... <laughs> There's a brother in the Lord by the name T.L. Osborne. He introduced me to the Holy Spirit. See, you got to learn to renew your mind. Don't die in inadequacy. I've heard about the Holy Spirit, but I never knew him as a person. He changed my life forever. <laughs> Hallelujah. I heard about a brother over there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. His name is Kenneth Hagin. Many of you know my story. Every year, the church will budget for me to go to the Baptist Convention and a state conference. I say, thank you very much. I take the money and go to Tulsa. I was just trying to renew my mind. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to know the mystery of faith. I see God at work in Africa. I watch the blind see. I see the lame walk. I see dead people raised back to life. And they are reading and using the same Bible. I knew. I'm missing something. <laughs> I wanted to know more. And nothing wrong with my background. I'm, I'm proud to be a Baptist. But I want more. So I begin to renew my mind. I will go to Tulsa every year. It get cold up there. You know Africans don't like cold. <laughs> but I was hungry. I was hungry. The Bible said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. People like that, they will be filled. I'll go there. It's a big balcony in their ministry. I will go there and sit there all day. Took my sandwich with me. One month from morning night because they have worship service in the morning, worship service in the noon, and worship service at night. I say, I want to know about the mystery of faith. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have to tell you anymore. It changed my life. Everything I do by faith. By faith, every wall of Jericho was falling in my face. By faith. 
I wanted to know the mystery of kingdom prosperity. Because you, you got to know my story. I came from poverty. I can write a book on how to be poor. I knew poverty so well. I was born. <laughs> but I noticed there are some people in the kingdom of God. So when you are tired and sick and tired of your present condition, what you need is to renew your mind. I go with a brother by the name, Brother Copeland. I begin to read his book. Read and read. You've heard me say it all the time. If you want to do better in life, read. Read as a leader. I never get access to Brother Copeland. Never one time did I shake his hand. Never all my requests for appointment denied. But I got access to his books. I'm trying to help somebody. I begin to read his book and read his book. Then I begin to read his wife's book. Because I figure, you know, an African, we kind of think differently. I figure anything he forget, his wife will remember. <laughs> oh, by the grace of God, I, I got it now. I scream one day, I'll never be broke. Another day in my life. Got to renew your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to check in your life who have you given access? Help me, Holy Spirit. Who on earth have you given access to your mind? So if you don't like what is going on in your thinking, if you don't like being broke, that's where I was. I say this with utmost humility. I can't even keep up with my resources now. I was completely changed. I was nothing but a missionary Baptist preacher like many of you. But oh, I discovered mystery of faith, how to be led by the Holy Spirit. I discover kingdom, kingdom, mystery to prosperity. All of a sudden, everything changed. You and I, we need to renew our mind. If you don't like how your family is, if you don't like how your children are, I'm going to keep it real today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't like the condition of your relationship, guess what we all need to do? We need to renew our mind. Everything is determined 
through your mind. Let me remind you exactly what God does. God is the creator. We all know that. So what he did, ladies and gentlemen, he made human beings. And then he put a software component in our head. Then he gave us a manual called the Bible. Hey, that's my homegirl. Adeyinka. Good to see you, ma'am. Only in Zion here, you see. The pastor just is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that manual, if you will load it into that software, no devil can stop you. Are you listening to me? If you put what is in that manual by the Bible and put it in the software, you will win, you will succeed, you will be the head and not the tail, you will be above and not beneath, and everything you touch, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth your fruit in your season. And whatever you do, You shall prosper. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, you see many children of God, they are saying loudly in their spirit, in their behavior, we don't need God. We have a copy of the manual, we don't read it. And then we wonder why things are looking the way it is. What is my message to you? Your life is a product of your thinking. If you sit me down and you say, okay, you've lived in central Louisiana, what would you recommend for us to do better as a people? Good people, very hospitable. They'll do anything to help you. But many people think they're fine where they are. They're all right. People in the church house, people that God gave the Bible to prosper you, to guide you, like a blueprint, like a roadmap, like the GPS for living. I say, oh, no, no, thank you. We're fine. Ladies and gentlemen, it means if you get victory in this life, guess where it starts? In your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, it also means if you get defeat, if you're constantly seeing yourself defeated, guess where it's coming from? In your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, nothing exists in life 
without it first existing in the mind. That is why God sent me to tell everybody today, those of you under the sound of my voice, I don't mean to put myself down, but I looked in the mirror as I could do better than this. And then it takes a spirit of humility. In a few minutes, I'm going to open the door of this church and say, who and who is ready to do better? Come on down. I want to pray with you. Let's go to the Lord. He said, does any man lack wisdom? Let him ask God who gives generously. But because of our mindset, no, he ain't talking to me. Oh, I'm all right. Oh, I've been in the church now since 1902. I'm the president of the frog jumping contest. The first frog jumping contest in our church. I was the president. <laughs> you see how the devil had gained access to your mind. You know what I'm trying to tell you? Doing better in life is really simple. If you can change your thinking, you can change your life. I'm not teaching you theories. I'm telling you what happened to this boy who was born in a village in the midst of object poverty. If you can change your thinking, you can change your life. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, even when we change our thinking, we often change from one bad thinking to another bad thinking. Isn't that something? <laughs> it's like jumping from front pan into the fire. Houston, we got problem. So what is my message? Learn to line up your thinking with the word of God. The manual. Even me, I am still under construction. Every day, I, I, I just had somebody come and speak for me over there uh, at, at, uh, at the college, Louisiana. No, we're no longer Louisiana College. We're actually Louisiana Christian University. This brother came from Australia. Many of you came to to learn with me. And when he called me to come in, he said, Brother Joshua, I need eight tables in your lobby to put my product. Now I've gone to lots of places to speak, just like him. And at the back of my mind, I'm saying, no, eight tables. But the Holy Spirit won't let me see a word. 
So I got all my staff, please get a tip. Why you need a Get eight tables. And get it ready. And sure enough, a few days later, he shipped a bunch of boxes to me. I'm asking myself, what minute this? <laughs> On the day that I was going to speak, we needed more tables of his materials, books, tapes, all kinds of ministry material that he had written in his life. Then the Holy Spirit touched me. Brother Baba, you know, the Holy Spirit have a good sense of humor. How many books have you written? I only got three books. Then the Holy Spirit said, look at people. Buying left and right. They have not even heard the man. He's a foreigner like you. He's from Australia. The only difference between you and him, he's getting it done. You are allowing too much distraction in your life. Help me, sir. I begin to talk to this brother. He is the one who made the Noah's Ark. You remember when we went to Kentucky to see it? The choir people, I think, took me there. I don't know. Yeah, choir. And bless God, he created the Creation Museum. He started another project called Answers in Genesis. And people by the thousands. You know what I had to do? I had to renew my mind. Who are you comparing yourself with? In what path are you, are you riding? God is saying to you and me this morning, until you renew your mind, the train will not move. Ladies and gentlemen, I can understand if the devil created you. But the devil has no power to make anybody. That is why I say learn to line up your life with what does says the Lord. If you want to change, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what to do, if you want to do better, if you want to see increase, you want your relationship to be better, you want your family to be better, you want your career to be better, whatever it is, even your health, you start in the mind. Ladies and gentlemen, the mind is the battleground of life. And ladies and gentlemen, the battle is already going on. The real battle is between God and the devil. So you have to choose 
which one of them you're going to give access to your mind. Please notice that the devil is after your soul. Are you listening to me? Satan and God, they are competing as to who is going to sit down on the throne of your mind. But you get the opportunity to choose. Brother Joshua said, choose this day. Who are you going to serve? But as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. All test and see. We're going to find out the Lord is good. He is good even when we're not good. Do I have a witness in the house? Ladies and gentlemen, because whoever controls your mind will control your life. I wish I had more time to get deep because both of them have their own weapons. If you look close enough, you can see the weapons that the devil is using to control our mind. God's weapon was clearly pointed out for you in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. He said the weapons of our warfare, am I still in the book? <laughs> They're not cannon. But they are strong through Christ for the pulling down of stronghold. I hope I, I don't have to tell you we are we're in the midst of many strongholds. <laughs> the devil, on the other hand, has his own weapons. Sometimes you use the television. Sometimes you use social media. Am I right about it? Instagram. Chick chat. TikTok. Talk talk. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it is important that you watch your own sex. That you police your mind. Not everything that is on television is suitable for your view. Amen, somebody. Remember when the devil came after the first lady, Miss, Miss Eve. Guess what he did? He went after. Thinking. He messed with his mind. Guess what? When the devil get ready to mess with you and me, guess where he starts? Ladies and gentlemen, so when you begin to examine your thoughts, and I don't mind confessing to you, I'm still fighting this demon. 
every now and then some crazy thought. Because I don't want you to think, okay, oh, pastor got it. No. Oh, if you can see some things, some picture, you probably will run. You say, oh, no, not him. But what you do, the Bible says, I'm amazed that man is so deep. The Bible says you have to take captive. Every thought. That doesn't line up. That's right, Pastor. Anything that comes to your mind. And you know, you've gone to enough church. You've gone into enough Sunday school, church school, Bible study. You can tell when you're about to do something crazy. Can I be brutally honest with you? That is why I don't have too many friends. Because I refuse to stay defeated. Been there, done that. I know from personal experience that there is a way to do better. Many people are poor today by choice. I know that may be troubling to some of you. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the story of Jabez. I've got to hurry up for the next church. Jabez was poor. I could identify with that young man. He was struggling, pastor. But amazingly, when you study about that young man, he never prayed for money. The very thing he needed. Because he had enough sense to know if God who enlarge his territory, enlarge his thinking, all this other stuff. Now you see why God says, seek you first. Some of you, we can't even get you to come to church Sunday morning. And God told you, I didn't, you know I don't write the book. God told you. He said, I wish, above all, that you prosper, that you be in good health. Then he told you how you're going to do it. Even as, thank you, pastor, as you prosper your soul. How do you prosper your soul? You study the word of God. You don't do that. You come to church to learn. You don't do that. You come when you feel like it. The child has become a hobby. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I'm believing God for a church triumphant. I'm believing God for this church to be a spectacle for the whole community. They will envy you. Some of you say, oh, we got a problem now. We're dealing with inflation. There's always inflation. Don't, don't listen to them. There's been inflation since Genesis. 
Abraham had to operate in the midst of famine. Don't listen to all these. That's why they're broke. Some people are making millions, billions of dollars in the midst of economic crisis. If you don't believe me, the Bible said when there was famine, Abraham was rich in cattle, in silver, in gold. And you talk, oh, the price of milk is gone up. Really? The price of milk? You know what I told my wife? Please, don't say that again in front of me. Because I'm a snap. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says, I didn't write the book. The Bible says, Isaac, guess when he sold? In the midst of economic meltdown, inflation was high. Man, the Bible say money lost value Amen. to the point that people in Egypt, they were offering themselves to be sold by me. Amen. That's how bad the economy was. Amen. Isaac sold in the midst of that farming and went home with a hundredfold. That's right. That's you know what you need to do? You know what I need to do? A thousand may fall. That's right. Ten thousand by your right. But as for you. Ooh. <laughs> oh, glory. Hallelujah. 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 You and I, we need to renew our mind. The Bible says Isaac was so rich, the Philistines envied him. Am I still in the book? Get the picture. He was in the midst of famine. And yet the world was envying him. Your Bible is full of examples like that. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Please, I'm begging you by the mercy of God. What we need to do as a church, begin to renew your mind Amen. with what thus says the Lord. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, God call you royalty. Amen. God even gives you some clue as to who you are. He said when you get to heaven, you have not apartments, no houses, you got mansions. He said, I didn't write the book. He said, the street you're going to walk on. <laughs> he said, the gates are made of pearl. He's trying to give you an idea who you are. Stop 
thinking like you're nobody. Stop thinking as if there is no future. You got to believe God. And if you believe God in your heart, everything the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around for your good. I got to stop. When you begin to think right, then you begin to speak right. And when you speak, whatever you say will come to pass. Amen, somebody. I don't have enough time to deal with it, but the Bible put it simply. As a man think it. In his heart. So he is. Do you realize that even the way you think can cause things to come to you. Amen. I was I was talking to one of my sons in the ministry. So the Lord just blessed him with a new house. And he was telling me about the neighborhood. And I see my soul rejoice. I say, I can tell this this young man has been learning something. Don't die in your small mind. Eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard it. It's not been conceived in the hearts of men. What God has in stock. This young man was telling me even you cannot even live in the neighborhood unless you you you, you spend bogo money on your curb appeal on your landscape. He said, "What is this?" I said, "Welcome to a new life." I said, "The same God that brought you here, that same God will keep you there." It's in the mind. You got to change the way you think. The Bible said this way. I got to stop. Philippians chapter 4. Verse number 8. It says, whatsoever are true. It's not telling you how to think now. It's telling me how to think. It said, hey, Kunte. I said, yes, sir. It's the whatsoever are true. Whatsoever are honest. That's right, my sister. Whatsoever are just. Whatsoever are pure. Whatsoever are lovely. If there be any good report. If there be any virtue. If there be any praise. Think of these things. Think of these things. Did you see envy on the list? Did you see jealousy on the list? Did you see running your mouth on Facebook on the list? I'm trying to help somebody. When you hear me say, I'll see you at the top. I was talking to one of my teenage uh, young lady. She just became 16. And said, Pastor, I'm going to get me a driver's license. 
And I began to, I began to encourage her. Say, you can do it. You can do it. And then I end up telling her, say, baby, I'll see you at the top. He said, Pastor, what do you mean? I said, you're a very wise young lady. I've been saying that for decades. Many people think it's just another cliche, another catchphrase. And they stay broke. They stay defeated. While members in their own church are moving ahead. A 16-year-old had enough sense to know I can do better than this. We began to talk about the future. What do you? What is your vision? Where are you going with your life? Sixteen-year-old, one young lady. God is my witness. He was here. He said, "Pastor, when I grow up, I want to be like you." And then I saw her. My wife and I saw her one day. She was working at McDonald's. I say, baby, how are you doing? She said, I'm doing great. This is my last semester in the law school. And she was willing to wash dishes and work at McDonald's to achieve her goal. And the day she graduated, she came to me, Pastor, I did it. The best church in, in central Louisiana has not been built. The best business in central Louisiana has not been built. It may well be you are the one that God wants to use. The question is, can you see yourself? Can you see yourself as the head and not the tail? With no dime in your pocket, can you see yourself blessed? Can you see yourself healed in spite of the diagnosis? We're supposed to be blessed. Well, that means I need to shut up. Those preacher wife, they're tough. Okay, in conclusion. The Bible says, for the uprights, that's who you are. Wealth and riches, that's right. They're not supposed to be in Wall Street. Hallelujah. God intended for it to be in your house. He has never changed that passage. He has never modified the rule. He has never changed the policy and procedure. He is waiting for you and me to simply change our thinking. Everybody stand to your feet. Psalms 115 say, He will increase you more and more you and your children I didn't write it 
Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, If you have sickness in your body, he was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. By his stripe, you are healed. I am healed. If you turn on the TV, all you're going to hear, your head is in trouble. Your eyes is in trouble. Your ears is in trouble. Your brain is in trouble. As a result, you and I, we're depressed. You and I, we're fighting each other. But the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. He had no sorrow to it. You know the world don't have solution. Guess what they would do? I've been there. They give you more pills. They say, take this. How long do I have to take it? They told me I have to take it until I die. I said, the devil is alive. I know you the devil that I'm trying to run away from. Whose report you going to I encourage you this morning. Begin to believe the report of the Lord. We all have a long way to go. Let's start today. Start today. Begin to renew your mind. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 22. You know what it says? It says the word of God is medicine to your soul. So you know what I'm trying to encourage you to do? Take your medicine. I took it this morning. When I go home, I'm going to take it again. Before I sleep, I'll take it again. Next week, I'll take the medicine. And you know what is so good about God's medicine? You can never overdose. Hallelujah. Take it! Renew your mind. I want to invite somebody to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're here today, you say, Pastor, I see it. If nobody get it, I get it. I know God has more in stock for me. I like the way Mother Butler put it. Mother Butler is with, with, with God now. And she said, you know, I learned more in three years of your ministry than I learned my entire life. As one of the mothers here. It takes humility. It takes humility to acknowledge, yes, there's more. I can do better than this. I'm willing to do better. If you're that man, if you're that woman, I know I'm out of time. I want you up front. I just want to pray with you. I know I've been there. I'm still on the potter's wheel. Still trying to renew my mind every day. I say, Lord, have my stinking thinking.
that deposit it's a new day. in your heart, in your mind. Fresh anointing, it's coming your way. You'll have a season of power, prosperity. Oh, it's a new season. God, I thank you for everyone before this altar, even me, Lord, as we have belong. I want to know you and the power of your resurrection, even in the fellowship of your suffering. This altar represents visions and dreams anointing. Father, we pray for a fresh anointing upon everyone standing before this altar. Lord, we say in our soul, have your way. In our health, have your way. In our finances, have your way. In our family life, have your way. In our ministry, have your way. On our job, have your way in every area of our life. In the life of our children, our children's children. Have your way, Lord. Touch us right now. Heal us right now. Deliver us from our own self. Create in us a clean heart. Renew the right spirit within us. Lord, I pray that you would do a new thing in the life of everyone before this altar. I thank you for miracles, miracles, miracles in our lives, miracles in the life of our children, miracles in our homes, miracles in our churches, miracles. It is so in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Come on, help me give the Lord God a clap of Thank you. We want to thank every one of you for being here. If you are desiring to be a member of this church, after the benediction, the pastor and his wife will be standing in front of you here. Please come and see us. We want to welcome you to this house of worship. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Those of you who are live streaming, if you need prayer, there's an 800 number. Call that number. If you want to join our church, you can do that online. Even if you want to give, you can give to, to the work of the ministry. Just go online, zionheal.com. And we appreciate all your commitment, all your giving. And I pray that God will increase you more and more in Jesus' name. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with every one of us from now on and forevermore. And the church say, Amen. God bless you.